Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I really feel like this was what was playing in Jonathan Papelbon's head when he just grabbed Bryce Harper by the neck and let him know what's what. Like, you better respect the game. Run it out. Little did we know back then that Bryce Harper could become a Philly, uh, and it was like a, a high possibility. We didn't. This is well before Manny Machado was talking about. You know, I'm not Johnny Hustle. I'm not that guy. But here we are, and Bob Nightingale from USA Today is saying, you know, bank on it, Harper, the Phillies. It makes the most sense. It's going to happen. And you know what? I love Bob Nightingale. I've been reading him for years and years and years. National writer for USA Today. But when I want to know about what's going on with the Phillies, do you know who I call on? My former colleague, my friend, Phillies insider from NBC Sports Philadelphia, Jim Salisbury, the old ball scribe. Jim, I'm so happy to have you on the program tonight. Well, I'm happy to be with you, Marshall. Um, We'll see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see. You know, there's. Uh, it's funny you were talking about Papelbon grabbing him by the neck. That was against the Phillies. I yep. was there that day. Yeah. And um, that was for not hustling. Yes. The irony's and, not lost on me, Jim. That's why I brought it up. Right. And, like, now that now we're talking about the other guy not hustling, and that was the guy Machado the Phillies tried to get. In July, the guy that I still think baseball-wise makes a ton of sense for the Phillies because he plays shortstop and third base, two positions that the Phillies have a need. Um, Phillies still like Machado. They're going to go down the road with him, um, see what happens. They'll go down the road with Harper, see what happens. Um, They won't get two of them. They might get one of them. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just funny that I think the Phillies have some misgivings about Hopper's, um, sorry, Machado's comments about not, not hustling and they should because, you know, your fans, especially in Philadelphia, like guys that play hard. I mean, this is, this is the town of Brian Dawkins and and Chase Utley. Uh, so that means something. So they have some, some hesitation there, but I wouldn't eliminate Machado but you know that said the fact that you know Machado made those comments and teams I think have some reservation um, and the fact that the Phillies have a lot of money and the fact that they like Harper a lot of folks are are really really feel strongly that uh, this is the Phillies game to lose in terms of Bryce Harper that he could end up uh, with the Phillies, some people think he absolutely will end up with the Phillies. Um, I know they're going to be in it, and I would say they're probably the favorite, but I'm not ready to say they're absolutely going to get him. I mean, Scott Boris, his agent, yeah, excuse me, is a very patient guy, uh, methodical in his dealings as he tries to push the price skyward. So I don't think he is in absolutely a rush to get this thing done. It's going to going to take some more time 
uh, before we actually know what's, what's going to happen. And he wants to build the leverage like any good agent will want to build the leverage for their client. I mean, we know that Harper turned down a deal for $300 million with no opt-outs, by the way, but, at, at the end of the that season. Was, that, that was an offer designed to fail. I mean, you know, everybody is on Twitter about this $300 million deal he turned down from Washington. Look, no, no player two weeks away from free agency right. is going to accept the deal. Um, and everybody knows that this is a guy that wants to eclipse uh, Stanton's deal of $325 million. To me, that was a deal... Uh, an offer designed to fail to kind of show your fans, look, we tried. If he walks away, you know, who walks away from $300 million? Well, a guy who can make $350 million. Dollars. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not overly, you know, um, I don't know, impressed by that. Yeah, I no, I, I, Jim, I, I get it. We've seen a lot of things happen in baseball specifically. Uh, because the money gets so large and the years get so long and it's guaranteed money and teams have to look back and say, did we make the right decision? Uh, I, I, I look at, I look at this and one thing that you said that was really interesting to me and something that maybe isn't talked about enough. It's an either or, or neither situation. It's not a both situation with Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. Yeah. Correct. So like how, how, how do you see that playing out in terms of which one would they prefer and, you know, attacking both, but not, getting both honestly marshall i think you know a month ago they probably preferred manny machado for the reasons i said he plays short and third um but he damaged himself pr wise with that comment um about not hustling about not being johnny hustle and you know you have to paying customers mean something you know they they fuel your revenues and they need to be able to embrace a guy and I'm not saying that Manny Machado comes here and if he delivers and he's player of the month in June and hits a walk-off bomb some night at Citizens Bank Park, you know, I, I think performance and winning can be the ultimate form of damage control. He can get a lot of people on his side in a hurry if he would come here. No, I, But, you yeah. know, that said, I still think a responsible front office and a responsible ownership group has to weigh in every factor. And a comment like that, they have to weigh in, and his likability with the fan base is something they have to they have to consider. So that certainly complicated the issue, complicated the decision, and may have put Harper uh, number one on their depth chart. Because when I look at Harper, I think of a guy. I love his competitive sneer. I love the way he gets after it. And I think when he walks away from this game, he's going to be. He's going to be really disappointed if he doesn't have a World Series ring or two. And I personally, I like that intangible about him. Uh, he kills the ball in Citizens Bank Park. Absolutely kills it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to like about him in a Phillies uniform. But, you know, I don't think that this team, I know they're not going to do both guys. They, they want to be active in future free agent markets. They have guys that are going to have to get raises here. And you can't tie up that percentage of your payroll in just two guys. So it's going to be, it's going to be one or none, in my opinion. Uh, a month ago, I would have said Machado would have been the kind of favored son. And I'm just, I'm not sure that's the case now. Um, I, I think maybe Harper has moved ahead of him a little bit. Certainly Scott Boris today painted a 
picture of a guy who would make baseball and financial sense in Philadelphia. He really bent over backward kind of to appeal to John Middleton. And, uh, again, we'll see what happens. Jim, before I, I get you out of here, I, I got to ask, because all the, the attention, of course, right now is on the Manny Machado slash Bryce Harper and will they or won't they get one of these guys. But there's a lot of other deals to be made, not just in oh, free yeah. agency, but guys are going to get moved off this team, correct? Oh, yeah. Uh, off the team? Yeah, trade, yeah. trade, trade. there are trades out there to be made. Yes. Um, you know, Cesar Hernandez could be moved for the third straight winter. Uh, they're not going to give him away. It could be complicated by there's some second baseman out there on the market. Uh, but he's a guy, like I said, they're not going to give him away, but he could be moved. Um, and, uh, you know, Michael Franco, I believe, absolutely will be moved. They will listen on, on Herrera, not going to give him away. They'll listen on Vince Velasquez. I really believe that they would listen on Vince Velasquez um, because they would love to get a left-handed starter in their starting rotation. And uh, that could be something they could address in a trade. They were willing to give up some pretty good young talent for Manny Machado in July. And uh, I think you could see some of those names surface, maybe in a deal for, for Robbie Ray, maybe in a deal for James Paxton. Um, don't know what's going to happen with Bumgarner. Um, but there are, you know, and there are the free agents they would consider. They're looking for any way they can inch this thing forward and get better. If that means addressing the rotation, if that means addressing uh, the bullpen, uh, catcher, you know, they're, they're, they're ears, you know, they'd be interested in talking about Real Muto. I'm sure they will talk about Real Muto. I'm just not sure that would that would happen. Um, you know, they still they like how far behind the plate, but Real Muto would be a clear upgrade. Clear upgrade um, on both sides of the ball. So they are considering all ways to make this thing better. Uh, it's just that you know. The Harper Machado thing is like it's like an, an eclipse of the uh, sun. It just covers up everything and it just grabs your attention. And 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 today it was really attention grabbing here at the GME because you know Boris did his uh, Grand Wizard of Wrestling type press <laughs> conference. <laughs> you know he's going to have that one appearance where he talks and just just gets on almost yeah. like he's getting on stage and like gather around the campfire guys. Here's what's going on. Yeah. Gather around the, the Grand Wizard of Wrestling. It's really, it's really something to see, and um, uh, he'll do it again at the winter meetings all over, and uh, do it again. And we'll see if by that time we have some more clarity on on who the Phillies are going to end up with. Um, it's it's, it's going to be, and it already is a um, really interesting, and it's going to be an, I guess you could say, exciting off season, even though there's nothing really exciting about sleeping with your eyes open because that is the attention this thing demands from a reporter's perspective. Well, Jim, I know you have everyone's attention. Uh, at Jay Salisbury, NBCS, you can follow him on Twitter. I know you guys have done some upgrades uh, lately with your app. You're, you got this My Teams app thing going where people can just go Philly-centric if they want, correct? You got to check out that app. Um, it's it is, uh, it's a reason to sleep with your eyes open. <laughs> I, I got you, Jim. I Look, I appreciate you uh, dropping by last-minute notice, uh, but we appreciate having you on the program. And, Jim, I hope you're doing well. And uh, I miss you, big fella, and I hope to see you yeah. soon, okay? Uh, hey, right back at you. I'm happy to be with Marshall. You know I love you.
All right, Jim Salisbury from NBC Sports Philadelphia, the Phillies insider over there, sharing some of his time. Again, he said the Phillies probably the favorite to land Bryce Harper, but wasn't ready to punch it in and say it's a done deal. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 